Now that's a good gross word. That is a good gross word. February 16, 2022. This is Rare Encounter, Encounter number 85, and Deep Sea Fishing with Guar. I'm Abel Kirby. And skiing across the nuclear wastelands, I'm Cold Acid. Woo! You gotta warm up. Warm up from all that radiation, man. You got a couple rads. Get a suntan out there. And you know how difficult it is to go skiing across a nuclear wasteland because of all that radiation? Yeah. It makes the snow melt really it's, quickly. It's all mud. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Leard. Leard? Oh, that's a new one. I yeah, that is the, a new one. I didn't even drink the beer. I just, it's, uh, I'm like Pavlov's dog. I open up the beer and I start getting drunk just by thinking about it. Oh, just from the God. smell. Well, that's a Miller High Life and that's all you need to know. <laughs> well, mine is, well, it's a cider, of course, because, I mean, it's me, cold acid. Oh, yeah? But it's the good old Queen 501, my old standby. The 501. I, did I tell you about the time I was trying to import that? I, I should try yes, it again. Yes, you did. I couldn't get any liquor store in Maryland to do it because they didn't want to deal with their distributor. And like the one guy who knew how to, who even knew what a distributor was, which is, you know, it's, it's like I was talking to morons, right? The one guy who, who knew what was going on didn't want to do it. And that was my experience. Yeah, now that you're in Ohio, Ohio you're, across, you're across the lake from the province where it's made. And Ohio, Ohioans, I don't know what they are, Ohioans? I should learn that. I'll find out before you next should. episode. They, uh, they like their beer, let me tell you. There's a lot of bars. There's a lot of uh, good stuff around here. Been hanging out at a little dive bar in town. I found, I found the Divey Dive Bar. It took me a while, but I found it. And uh, yeah. it is... The just, diviest of bars. It is the diviest of bars. They do karaoke. They have uh, cheap beer and uh, cheap liquor. Uh, and you know what else do you want? Packed. That reminds me when all when all when everything reopens again and everything's back to normal this summer, you're coming up here. Oh yeah, and we're going to have a karaoke party with uh, <laughs> Carolyn Blaney. Yes, yeah, so I'll get my Britney Spears voice working. <clears throat> me 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 me, and then I'll sing Britney Spears. You'll think I'm I think Britney. you should sing Britney Spears with that me 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 voice instead. <laughs> Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> That's how I do. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. That perfect. would go over well. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yes. Hey, are you gonna get rained on? Uh, in fact, it already started spitting <sighs> when I grabbed my burrito. Oh, we're under flash. And that is not a euphemism. Those who keep listening to the show would know. The <laughs> when you grab your burrito, there there's a flash flood watch tomorrow, and I'm. Mm. So far, the snow watch, we did get to a level three snow emergency the last time around, and it really was a snow emergency. They shut down the road, and uh, for once, I think I agreed with the, something the government did, because it was bad. You couldn't drive out of the, the parking lot, let alone anywhere else. So They're uh, suggesting we might get snow tomorrow evening, but through the afternoon, it's going to be freezing rain instead. Mm. Well, you might be able to go ice fishing then, because you're out skiing, right? If it's freezing, yeah. you can do... Uh, I, I got a little story about ice fishing I wanted to do on the show. Uh, and it's from Ohio, too, so it's kind of topical. Now, th oh, I know what you're getting to. <laughs> there's, there's some dangers with ice fishing, and in Hudson, Ohio, the mayor's been finding out about them. 
Uh, let me see if I get the my clips here. Now. Well, you are you spoiling the story, man? That's the well, kicker. Because, other, because it's not even a matter of us being scooped. This was already like old news. Yeah, I know, but I thought it was funny. The new news. Oh, that's true. It is the the. The new news is uh, is uh, that he actually got fired, but we didn't cover it on the show. But the or he resigned. But this was the uh, Hudson uh, mayor talking about ice fishing. First, it's the news report. Then we'll get into the mayor's comments. So here's the news report. Out in the city of Hudson. We have a number of people who have requested the ability to ice fish. But on Tuesday, city officials discussed allowing it at city parks. A few council members discussed the possibility of someone getting injured. Ice fishing can be very dangerous. Hudson Mayor Craig Schubert, however, was concerned that ice fishing could lead to prostitution. Yes, you heard that right. As everyone knows, when you get to the hooking... You know what? He used to be... He used to be a... Uh... He used to be a news guy himself. He should, you know what? He should have interviewed himself about this. <laughs> he should have. I've got his comments from uh, from the town meeting record. If you open this up to ice fishing, while on the surface it sounds good, then what happens next year? Does someone come back and say, I want an ice shanty on Hudson mm -hmm. Springs Park for X amount of time? And if you then allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem. Prostitution. Yes, flawless logic. Poon fishing. Poon fishing. It leads to poon fishing. Yes, it does. You know, they get that fishing rod and they get all excited. Next thing you know. You know, this is just a this is just a silly thing. it was uh watching him walk back and not lean into it and you know, it was just kind of crappy. They did the bit I have the clip where she's talking about, oh well, he's citing his uh, his history as a TV news reporter for why he's saying fake things that aren't real. So you know, it's it all makes sense to me. As soon as I found that, does that out, that makes sense. I mean, I mean, he was he was part of the mainstream media. He knows very much about telling lies. Uh, here's the, let me get the clip. I'll get that out of the way. Prostitution. We reached out to the mayor on Wednesday to ask about his comment. The mayor sent me a text, and he said one of the reasons why he made the comment was he believes that it's good for council to consider unintended consequences when discussing proposed legislation. Unfortunately, the mayor himself did not <laughs> consider unintended consequences about this discussion. The mayor, however, declined to talk to us on camera, but released the following statement. My comment about ice fishing, the permitting of shanties on lakes and prostitution, stems from my experience as a former television news reporter covering law enforcement agencies which have made arrests for acts of prostitution and ice fishing shanties. Yes, of course, we all know the uh, that old joke. I think it was South Park where they had the, maybe it was the Simpsons. They had the CNN report and the CNN reporters outside and say, what are you learning? He goes, well, CNN's reporting that there are gangs everywhere and there's buildings on fire and everything's terrible. He goes, wow, Bob, is that really happening? He goes, no, but we are reporting it's happening. Ba-doom. <laughs> and uh, hey, there we go. Yeah. So there you, there you go. I, ha I have to keep, keep remembering I have the rimshot button for this. Yeah. I, I can't even. I got empties blocking my my uh, soundboard here, so I, I have to move stuff. If you've I wanna, been ah. you've been drinking too much. You got a problem there, Abel Kirby. Well, I got a Gatorade actually, and I got the High Life, and I got one other can, so it's not that bad. <laughs> Meanwhile, this guy, he's the same one who who about that controversial writing prompts book said that it was essentially child porn. This guy has has a history of like 
really going overboard with his uh, with his comments. I mean, this he's a well. I mean, well, he seems as clueless. a former journalist, it's it should be expected that he's a master of hyperbole. <laughs> It, it seems like he's just clueless about everything between that and the ice fishing. It's like, how is ice fishing uh, going to cause prostitution? The only way I can see that is if prostitution is already going on, and so it's just everywhere anyway. Because, I don't know, who goes in the ice fishing lodge is, wow, you know what I'm really feeling right now? Horny. Horny for fish. Yeah, horny for fish. <laughs> So you better oh better gosh. watch out. Better watch out if you catch any if you catch any mermaids in those uh, ice fishing shanties. They are probably prostitutes. Uh, that's Vice Squad. That's Mermaid Vice. <laughs> Mermaid Vice Ohio. <laughs> Mermaid Vice Erie is the spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mermaid Vice. Da dun. Special <laughs> special fishes unit. Oh my god. So, what you been up so to shall cold? we keep oh, on, yeah. shall we keep on the sex or shall we keep on the water? Oh, I'm all about the sex. Keep moving. Don't oh stop. well, for for some other old news, uh, Valentine's Day just a couple days ago was uh, was the time Toronto was the place, and the thing was a sex toy scavenger hunt. Ooh. Yeah. You scavenge inside people's clothes or what? Like you're looking in a bush nope, either way, nope. right? A uh, a, a a sex toy company called WeVibe uh, held a massive multi-day toy scavenger hunt. Uh, and for Canada, they chose Toronto as the city to be. And the idea was people would have to find one of five vibrators that they hid somewhere in the city. Oh, Lord. And... And if they do, if they did so, then you'd win free sex toys for an entire year. Man, this is the worst way to get laid ever. That's all I have to say. If it's you a- if you've got to go if you've got to go hunting for sex toy for a sex toy j- to get a free year of sex toys, you probably aren't getting laid. Jeez, uh, I don't know. Consi- how I- consider consider the following: if you need a year's worth of sex toys. That suggests that you're wearing those sex toys out uh, and oh, yeah. on a pretty decent clip, What's right? You know, it's like you're you're going through you're going through a vibe a week or something, right? Yeah. What's or, the, what's the mean time to failure on a rotor, man? Yeah. So I mean, definitely, this is not this is not something for for people who have a significant other this is for people whose significant other is a machine oh lord i know someone must wear those things out you know but uh i don't know if i want to meet them it sounds kind of scary no i i don't think so either it's uh <laughs> that's pretty out there <laughs> so it's like some you walk down the wrong alley in the wrong city and uh that's that's who's there <laughs> oh lord Hey, I got a, I got some sex stuff. Oh God. You know what? You just put into my mind the idea. You, you know how what? there used to be that whole meme about like the guy who go the middle aged guy who goes around in a trench coat and then when he sees sees a girl, he pulls the trench coat open and he's naked underneath. Or what? the or the guy no no more than more than that the the guy who's in the back alley and he's like, hey, you want a cheap Rolex? Right? <laughs> Opens yeah. up his coat and there's all these counterfeit watches. Except in this case, it's a bunch of used sex toys. 
Hey, you want to buy a dildo? I don't know. What would his pitch be? I haven't heard a good... You know, I've heard... Actually, I take that back. I've heard one good pitch for that kind of stuff, and it was at an anime convention. It was one of these one of these tables where they're selling naughty stuff, and the, the guy's just up on the table yelling, Get your head die! You know, he's, get over here! You look like you want to get fucked! Get over here! You know, he's doing, <laughs> he's doing everything. He's shouting, you know, carnival barking. The uh, carnival barking is where is it's... Uh, it was a lot of fun. That's the only I, I've picture seen, I've seen. Yes, I've seen that at uh, at conventions as well. Hi, Billy Mays here for dildos. I don't know what's a brand of dildo. Oh, um, I don't think Billy Mays would be would be uh, it, selling dildos on infomercials. It has the strength to hang and hold over two hundred pounds. Oh, now they're talking about me. Oh God. Oh man. Um. Do you want to do uh, boostergrams, and then I'll hit one more? I'll bring us back to where we are. Oh, well, well we didn't have any... No, we did have one we, we did. pre-show boostergram. I got one. Uh, short, short of the show. I got and lucky. And that was for... Yeah. That was from Boobery for 7,777 sats, and he said, lucky boost CLI boost. So it looks like I'm not the only one using boost CLI now. Yes. You can tell because it says rare encounter, but no episode. That's what Boost CLI yep. does. Yeah, because Boost CLI doesn't do the episode thing yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't bothered writing up and PRing it, and uh, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm probably going to. Z Dubs. Got- I don't know if he's going to or not, but uh, would be nice. Hmm. We got one. Do you want to bring this one? Get it started right at the beginning. We of the also. Show. Oh. We also got a donation, so I should I should announce who our executive producer is for tonight's show. And tonight's executive producer, who donated us a $3.33 monthly subscription, was none other than Cotton Gin. Woo! Yay! Cotton Gin. Add Thanks, it again. Cotton Gin. We love you, too. He didn't leave any notes because, well, like I said, it's a monthly donation. And he didn't email us at show at rareencounter.net yes. to send us a message. Yes. I got, um, and so if you send us a boostergram during the show, I think we're reading it at the end still? Is it still the In Indeedly doodly, we are. All right. So we got one already. Uh, if you want to get on. Two. Just, whoa, we got two already. We got two. Wow. We got another one snuck in there. Uh, the, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping track of this thing. I got the thing on, I got the tab unmuted. I forgot to unmute it immediately after the opening jingle. That was my mistake. Otherwise you would have heard the pew. Aha. Uh-huh. All right. Well, we'll get to those at the end and, and, uh, does that make Boobery our executive producer or they, is uh, it? No, uh, because, because the, because the cutoff for that is 5 PM Eastern. Okay. So who's our, uh, what's the status I for said the show? Cotton gin. I got it. Okay. Cotton gin. Gungeon, yeah, so Boobery gets in for the for the pre-show boostograms, which we do at the beginning of the show. Like those that come in after the end of an episode, up to we start an episode. Well, there's a lot of but rules here. He was man. a little late for for the donations cut off. Hmm. I, I have a whole system. Yeah, Maybe I noticed. One day I'll write a blog post about it. <laughs> Maybe one day you'll tell me what the system is. <laughs> Well, I just told you what the system is. Maybe one day I'll understand what the system is. Yeah. Roll 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 a d20 and add your add your logic uh, bonus. Okay. Um I got a story uh that was this is the 
uh, Sonitic trailer. Do you know what the Sonitic trailer is? Have you heard that? Ah, our grim AI flirting future. Yes, this is the voice engine, which has, uh, like many AI marketing uh, press releases, they aren't exactly clear uh, at the top level of the press release what's going on. What part of this was procedurally generated, and which part of this is... Uh, created with a machine learning model, and which part of this is actually just someone who wrote a script and programmed the voice to do what it, what it was supposed to do. Uh, but I got the clip of the voice. It's kind of creepy. It's actually an unsettling experience. And so I wanted to bring that to everyone here and make sure you can all feel just as com uncomfortable as I did when I listened to this. Uh, so I got the, if you're ready for it, Cold, I don't want to throw you off. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to say one thing, and that is Sonatic is known because they have, they've used their service to reproduce uh, voices of actors and singers already for, for, different, uh, for different media properties. Yes. This is the flirty but one, the, So if there's, a, if there's a script thing going on, that is probably for the flirty bits, yep. not the voice itself. In the video, anyway, they, yeah, hit hit us up. Let's hear let's hear this. Let's hear what dating sounds like in the metaverse. Hi there. I'm not really sure how to start this. I wanted to talk to you about something, something we're all looking for. I want to talk about love. I get it. It's kind of awkward. How do you connect with another person? I don't know. Finding that How do you common wavelength. With a robot? And really you gotta have the right ports. Connecting. Oh, so it's like I don't I don't know, like I I stick a I stick like a USB adapter on my dick and jab it into her uh Look, I take here's what I do. I take my USB D and I put it in her USB C and then we make uh make it happen. A connection I, that could turn into love. What could I do to make you fall in love with me? Would you need to feel Be my human. breath against your cheek? The soft touch of my fingertips. How about some big anime titties? Laughing <laughs> <laughs> at that, that face you're making. She right has now. big anime titties. <laughs> I don't know. When she started, all she said, uh, when she says, hi there, all I can think of is these Nick Jr. commercials that they used to have. Was, hi there, face here. If anyone remembers face from Nick Jr. That's how she starts the I, uh, I was the thinking. Bit. I was thinking, hello there. Hello there. Oh, uh, like an Obi-Wan kind of situation. Yeah, mm. yeah, Obi-Wan. Ooh, so she could be like my Obi-Wan. She's going to be my master. I mean, I think that I... I think I love you. <gasps> oh. I love you. It's all you Sploosh. need to love in return. <laughs> the sound of my voice. Well, I hope that's all you need. Because that's all I have. What That's all I have to, baby. It was never said by a human. It was generated by a computer. <gasps> I'm not real. <gasps> I was never born. And Cole, this you is the part. Say. I have to confess to you all this time, I've been a computer. Oh, so Just, that's why you didn't bleed when we were hanging out at uh, Anime Expo. Why it was oil dripping out of you. Yes, yes, it was my uh, maintenance cycle. And I will never die. Because I do not exist. Oh God! This took a dark turn. Wait. <laughs> Sounds like something yeah, out of a movie, shit. right? <laughs> but it's real. It's real. 
<laughs> this so, is Alex Jones. Did you love it? It's real. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to say? How about? That's what I like you to say. It is on. What should she say? If you could make her say anything you want, what kind of thing would you make her say? Hmm, maybe. I think this is play out. I think she's done talking. You yeah. scared her off. She's done. <laughs> Another. <laughs> she's got. She doesn't. She doesn't mind people joking about her big anime titties. But Nico Nico Ni is totally off the table. Mita says, "Make her say pee pee poo poo." That's a man of taste. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Oh Jesus Christ. Like there's. Oh my God. I don't know. There's something about this just feels pathetic. And, uh, the, well, the voice, the voice itself sounds real enough, but yeah, that that script, um, yeah, somebody needs to go back to somebody needs to go back to like theater school, and retake their script writing courses. Yeah, I think so. Um, but you know, you know, I think that sounds pretty good. I think I had to play the clip. Sorry. I think it's a. Uh... I think this whole thing's really an ad because what, when you were saying that this is a company that's known to do big deals with uh, Hollywood studios to reproduce actors' voices and things like that, this is starting to make more sense. What I mean is I that... Think this is, well, th yeah, because also on their own website, they advertise that, that like, for example, Obsidian is using their technology for AI voices in projects they're developing and the other thing is with with all this metaverse shit i mean it's only a matter of time before somebody comes up with some sort of metaverse app for for like your ai cyber girlfriend and that's gonna need voices well they've already seen have you seen the articles i didn't bring them to the show because i don't want to bring uh there, there's certain topics that i i stray away from because they're they they go in a darker place than I want to go on the show. But it was about people who have AI girlfriends, like chatbot girlfriends, and they say, yeah, we analyze the logs, and they're all mean to them. They say mean things to their AI GFs. Didn't we, didn't we have something where, where there was something like that? The dude who, uh, the dude who created a chatbot based on his uh, dead fiance? We did that story. Uh, I'm talking about something that was more recent. I, I saw it and I didn't bring it to the show on purpose, but I wanted to mention it now anyway, which was the, uh, it was just like a think piece and it was in one of these wokey magazines or newspaper, you know, wokey blog kind of things where it was, look how terrible men are. They can't, they abuse their AI girlfriends and how are we going to stop it? This isn't okay. You know, and which is, I don't know what to make of that. I mean, if you're going to have a computer program that plays your DOM or some BDSM games with you, then w sure, well, why not? Okay, you want to beat yeah, up I've a got, bot? I've, why not? I've, yeah, I mean, better better that they're beating up on on something that doesn't actually exist than like a real person. I, don't know. I thought it was silly, and so this is an extra aspect because now it's a uh, now it's a voice, a flirty voice. Yeah, now 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 when now when these guys beat their chatbot girlfriends, she's not going. She's not just going to like respond in text. You're going to hear, her, please don't stop hitting me. 
You stomp that. Right? Okay, that, you know what? Just the thought of that actually made me cringe and not in the cringe sense, but more in the, oh my God, what are we becoming sort so, of cringe. So let me, you know, more, more existential cringe than like your usual internet bullshit cringe. Let me realize. Thanks. You're 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 bringing me down, man. You're bringing me down. All right. Let me let let me bring us back up here and say that I'm be uh, facetious about some of this. It, when you were talking about this company, it, it became obvious to me. Here's what the this demo is really about. It's not about an AI chatbot or anything. It's about, hey, look at our voice. It sounds really good, and she's flirty now. And you should hire us to do uh, voices for your uh, cartoon or whatever. You know, it's. Or for your product, not hire us so much as so much as license our technology, just like Obsidian Entertainment, Deep Silver, Remedy, Amazon Studios, and Mercedes Benz. Yeah, and so uh, we we fall into the trap here where we we see the headline and go, ah, wow, oh my god, AI bullshit, right? But they've got a section on their page: secure and ethical AI. <sighs> Because, of course, they do. Oh, God. I, wait a minute. I shouldn't read the boostograms. We'll wait until the end of the show. Yeah, wait until the I'm end of the show. Just listen to the pews and wait to the end of the show to read them. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, they won't be as funny when, when we go through them. Okay, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll sense the boostograms with my ear holes, not my eye holes. And to do that, I'm going to close the tab. <laughs> and I'll just just leave my you. tab open because it goes pew and I'm not looking at it. Okay, as long as you can leave my tab open, because uh, I'm still reading that one. So don't close it while we're doing the show. Oh, I'm leaving your tab open, baby. Hey, bartender, I want to leave my <laughs> I want to leave my tab open. <laughs> Never mind. I want to close it. I want to go. Check, please. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Oh, man. Wow, we got some stories to talk about. We got some old stuff and new stuff. Um, we got some machine learning. I got another machine learning piece. Hold on. Before you get on to machine learning, there is another internet thing that I wanted to uh, I wanted to bring up. Okay. And you've got an internet thing to bring up as well, but let me bring up mine first. So the internet has ranked the 10 grossest words in the English language. And surprisingly, moist is not the top is not the top word. Oh, can I it guess? Not can I guess moist. at some of them? Okay, sure. Guess. Um, nugget. No. Oh, that was my top guess. Oh shit. All right. So let me let me go through them. Number ten, curd. I love curds. Who? What do you? I love them curds? too. They're in Kurdistan. Apparently, apparently, the word is gross. Wow, that's racist. But yeah. I love curd, too. I mean, especially when it's uh, nice and squeaky still. That's when curds are at their best. Number it, 10, putrid. Who made this list? The internet. <laughs> What's that mean? It means that somebody put out a survey. Uh, the, online the online language platform... Preply has compiled votes from the internet to rank the 10 grossest words in the English language. Okay. And guess what? They're not pretty. Okay. They're putrid. Okay, so okay. putrid at 8 is ooze. Ooze. Number 7, mucus. Are you sure? Number 6. Yeah. Are you sure Number these are six. words that are that are 
the words themselves are phonetically have a gross sound or these are are they supposed to be words that describe gross things because those are those are different criteria like this is just putrid oh yeah if it's putrid it's gross like is this synonym synonyms for gross it's not supposed to be i think it's supposed it's supposed to be like the grossest sounding words but people have just chosen like the ones with the grossest meanings i suppose <laughs> other than curd because curds are awesome this anybody is... who does not like eating curds either is lacto is lactose intolerant or just sucks or you if you're lactose intolerant and you're just not brave enough yeah at number six we've got a word that is both a verb and a proper noun a name you want to take a guess mm, how about doug no fester oh do 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 Uncle Festa. Yeah. Number five, splooge. Splooge. That's a gross uh, word, I suppose. I don't know. It wouldn't be on my list. I, I'm, it's gross when when you get it in her eye, I suppose. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I had my mic muted because I was drinking. I thought you were going to continue. No, I was I was expecting I was expecting a comeback out of you from that. No. <laughs> and all I got was silence. Ah, you know, I wear Listen, Cole, I wear goggles. Wah, wah, wah. I wear goggles. You wear goggles that... when you when you Never mind. Let, let's let's continue <laughs> before we get too gross. <laughs> Number 4 is where moist lies. Okay. Number 3 is seepage. Now that's a good gross word. That is a good gross word. I love good the gross words. The slow escape of a liquid or gas through porous material or small holes. <laughs> small holes are coming, man. Uh, oh my. Small holes. That's hole. what she said. Liquid. Number two. Oh. I was going to say liquid or gas, huh? Seepage. Uh. Number two is phlegm. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know that one all too well. Number one, you want to take another guess at it? You want me to make my guess again? I'll make yeah, my guess. Take another, take another try. Oh, I was going to say nugget again. You didn't take the bait. Um, uh, gross words. Um, I don't know. I don't know any good gross words. I mean, how about, um, how about garbage? Garbage is pretty nope. gross. The word in the number one place, the most... The grossest word in the English language, according to the internet, Love. is pus. 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 Okay. Yep. Apparently, this is my catchphrase, according to Boobery. Okay. 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 Pus. Yeah, pus. I think they... Pus isn't a phonetically bad-sounding word, though. Because if you didn't know what pus meant... um. It doesn't have a negative connotation like built in. It's not like gross like German words. Like Us. German words. You know I'm part German, right? Oh, so you're part responsible is what you're saying. We will make sure that you get what is coming to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at a table of words known better by males than females. And it has a list of words. This is one that I was going to send to Hog Story. I think I might. I don't know. Maybe I'll... I'll Get the. Uh, I'll read the top three of each 
Uh, maybe I'll read the bottom three. I'll let Hog Story do the top three if they want to. Uh... That sounds better. Yeah, if you're gonna give it to Hog Story, don't don't steal their thunder by taking the top words. Yeah, it's uh, this is a cool thing. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll go right into podcasts. I'm gonna send this to them, but it has like. Here's the, my experience with reading this list is that I know all of the words that men know better than women, and I know like none of the words that women know better than men. Uh, wow, say, you are you are right to their stereotype, aren't you? What it means, cold, is I'm all man and not not a woman. I sent you the link. Uh, I'll, yep. I'll do the men's side. I'll do the three on the men's side, and you can do the three on the women's. What side. you're going to make me do the the women's words? Well, I think you have a better vocabulary than me. And so the ones at the top of the list, uh, do you have the link open? I have the link open. I, it, it's, the, the men's stuff is stuff like teraflop and uh, strafe and parsec and neodymium, which I guess uh, women don't know about strafing. It's my takeaway from this article. Women don't know about neodymium. Hey, cold. Bitches don't know about neodymium. You know what I mean? Bitches don't know about... Yeah, bitches don't know about my rare earth metals. <laughs> bitches don't know about my magnets. <laughs> Fucking magnets. So, how are you... How would you do... A, just... You don't have to go through the list. It's... I just want your reaction to the... The female side of this. Are there a bunch of words that... There are... To me, it looks like a lot of letters that aren't words. No, I know some of these words, actually. Like what? What do you recognize? Like chenille, chignon, doula, I recognize well, I know Damask. Hmm. All right, let's leave it there. I'm surprised. I've heard, I don't know I've what heard those of are. whip stitch, but I don't know how to do a whip stitch. We both should have heard taffeta because that's even mentioned in Young Frankenstein. Hmm. I don't remember that word. Maybe I'm just more cultured than you. Well, maybe. <laughs> I'm all man, baby. I don't need, need no culture. I'm going to send that to Fletcher. Then you can, or I should just send it to Carplanes. Send it to both of them, and then they can... Fletcher can read through the women's words, and Carplanes can read through the men's words, and confuse the fuck out of everybody on their show tomorrow. Yeah, speaking of uh, the Hog Story show, I've been listening to them. I got through the five-minute limit stuff on Sunday. They had their show right after uh, No Agenda. Yeah. That's, what, the third five-minute limit they've done right after No Agenda? It is a great product in terms of entertainment. It is. It is amazing. This is one where if Dave Jones and Adam Curry aren't listening to this for, like, cues, uh, they need to be because they're doing the Boost Chain stuff on there. Yeah. They are actually live streaming to an audience. They have a call-in show. It's, like, a popular thing. They're right on after with a big audience, and they're reading Boostergrams right on the air, which is something that... None of Adam Curry's shows are doing in real time, so it's it's kind of fun to see them. The, the fact that they're on right after that they're on right after No Agenda is probably making it difficult for Adam to actually listen because he spends like the first hour or so of that time uh, fighting with. Well, no, they never had a fight, but debating with John over the show art and other issues for actually publishing the episode. So that was Hog Story 263, Nothing But Socks. And they had a more recent episode, which I jumped to because you told me, hey, Abel, you got to listen to Hog Story before the episode. And, you, and I read that like last night. And yeah, I and I, I screwed up. I meant you, you had to listen to the after show from Monday's episode, which unfortunately doesn't get recorded, but really should because half the time... It's a whole other hog story episode, essentially. <laughs> it's, 
I've heard. I've heard the after show once or twice. But I was actually, um, this was on the 14th, wasn't it? This was Valentine's Day? Yeah. So I was doing my Valentine's Day tradition, which is... Uh, Drinking alone? No, doing laundry in the laundromat. Duh. <laughs> ah, ah pick in, picking up the women who are drinking alone. I'm doing a load of love. That's what I'm trying to say. Drinking. <laughs> I went to full the bar. Load. You get full load. I got the full load, but I just wanted You got to... the full load? You have the, the full load? <laughs> I went to the bar after, though, so you're half right. <laughs> <laughs> The, it was a it was a lot of fun. A twenty four hour laundromat. You could do you could do your laundry in the middle of the night. Was very Ooh, nice. Cool. Very cool. Very legal. So what do, what did I miss? Oh, Fletcher says he did record that post show. Um, well, without the recording, without the recording, I like it was just so in the moment that like what you missed. You're just gonna have to wait for Fletcher to. Uh, Send you a copy or publish that post show. What is this important? Is this about me or is it about something I like? What you gotta give me a hint. It was amusing. That's what. Oh, okay. Amusing. That's what I need. I'm gonna amuse myself. Amusing to death. and abusing. I'm gonna amuse myself to death if I do any more. They say if you amuse yourself too hard, then uh, you might go blind. Happen. You go blind. That's it. I was gonna say. I was gonna say you start growing hair, but. Yeah, on your palms. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to grow hair on my tongue from laughing too much. Ugh. So you want to you wanna tell me about these, uh, these horrible advertisements? I want to talk about uh, the Behind the Schemes episode uh, where they were streaming oh, at yes. the we Valentine's Day. Oh, yes, we still have Day. more podcast news to talk about, don't we? Yeah, they, did you listen to the live stream? I listened to some No, I didn't. I, after, after Hog Story, it's like... So late that I generally just go right up to bed afterwards. I so I tend to miss behind the schemes because they're at like eleven p.m. on Mondays. I heard the the roller rink live stream where you could hear like the music from the roller rink in the background. There's a oh, lot yeah. of people. I heard Sir Spencer in the background. That, that like, was the Hog Story and, pre-show, uh, and they were streaming it on the No Agenda stream as well. Yeah, I caught that on the No Agenda stream, and I caught a little bit of Hog Story, but I didn't catch anything else. Uh, behind the so schemes. So now you you put in your notes this picture of a table that's just absolutely covered with uh, computers and recording gear, and you cap you you put it under the heading of behind the schemes. So you got to tell me what this is all about because I didn't see this picture on the socials or anything. Uh, it was on the socials. That's boobs uh, posted that. That was yeah, but uh, I didn't see it there. Is what I'm saying. Okay, uh, I think I retweeted it. I don't know. It's in the show notes now. Uh, it I, is in the show notes. I just now. wanted to bring it up because it looked kind of cool, and I well, wanted the chairs to... are definitely nice. I do like those chairs. Look at all the wires, though. I, I do see all the wires. Those are pretty nice too. The roadcaster, and uh, I was looking in here for something. Uh, it, oh yeah, there it is. It's right behind the roadcaster. There's a little headphone amplifier, and it's fully loaded. Um, it's a uh ha 400 i think micro amp by baron is it behringer and the the point of the whole story is that is the same headphone amp that i use and i have one on my desk nice. i also have that roadcaster and uh so it's pretty cool it's cool to see that setup yeah. also one of those microphones has uh like the which is actually it looks like it's a uh what are they called the kick drum mic stand 
the uh, with the the weight on the bottom. I have one of those. That's my Roadkit mic. Is like the same one that they're using there. So I thought that was really cool just to see everyone's stuff. You don't see a lot of pictures of these podcaster studios. Like for example, I only have a vague idea of what your studio looks like. I've never posted a picture of mine. I think only Cotton. Actually, no, Cotton Gin doesn't even know what mine looks like because I built it after he left. So now my my studio isn't really a studio at all. It's just my it's just my office desk and computer. Hmm. Well, it's a cool photo. Kudos to to boobs, and I hope everyone had fun. I haven't heard the full report. Um, it looks like even the baby had a great time because in the back corner <laughs> there is a high chair and it is covered in beer bottles. So yeah, I think um, baby was half in the bag as well. Through the through the cookie replied with a picture of a baby drinking a beer. <laughs> there we go. Uh, that was good. Um, what else do we have in podcast? Uh, I was on Tom Starkweather's podcast, Melodious Owls, the Melodious Owls. Show. One of his podcasts. Uh, yes, he does two. I think. He could I thought do he more. Did, I thought he did even more. He, he I thought he was like trying to rival Adam and Darren O'Neill in terms of different shows. Just the number of the sheer number of feeds is amazing that some of these people can do, but he did the Melodious Owl show, which he's been putting his mixes up as uh, uh that, so you can listen to him like his end of show mixes, but he also did a really great interv- interview with Rob Ducifer. Uh or uh Rob Du Sir Ducifer is what he goes by on No Agenda. Um, about yes, don't don't music. misname him. He he's in the he's in the chat right now. Or oh, he is was. he? Oh, that's cool. He was earlier. I'm pretty sure it was in here. Maybe it was sewer chat that I saw him in. Yeah, he's a. Uh, I had no idea that he was a musician too. I knew he had a producer job, and he's been in doing video and things like that. Um, from other things I've heard him on, but I had no idea he was actually doing music. And he goes through his history of all the bands he was in. It's a blast. Um, Melodious Owls, and then, of course, Tom had me on there, uh, to talk about my stuff, which was fun to plug it. I don't think I've ever done an interview where I actually just plugged all of my music I ever did, and, uh, so I appreciate him having me on and letting me, uh, go kind of hog wild. Nice. That was fun. He even drew that. you're not supposed to go hog wild on Melodious Owls. You're Uh, supposed to go hog wild on Hog Story. We had a hoot and good... You're supposed to be Melodious on Melodious Owls. We had a hoot and good time. Uh, and he also drew the short. The short that he did for the episode is an old recorder that I mentioned. Uh, I mentioned it was my first uh, nice. solid state recorder, and he drew a picture of it. So thank you, Tom. That and was even amazing. Labeled it Abel Kirby. Yes, I still have that. Uh, no, maybe I don't. I think it's thrown out or recycled or whatever by now. Aw, yep. That is not a hoot. Nope. Hoot hoot. All right, that's all I got. Uh, let's see five. Uh, <laughs> Angry Tech News had an episode. I listened to that this morning. A lot of fun. Yep. Angry Did he Tech... release it on Tuesday? Um, I listened to it Wednesday morning. It could have came in Tuesday night really late. I didn't see the pub date. so. Okay. Could have been. I, I, I'll shut up. I, I don't want to insult his ability to understand Tuesdays again. <laughs> as, yeah. as you know yeah, he, I have, he, he controls the na stream we don't want to piss him off too no, much well i don't care about that i care about my uh my reputation as a kind tuesday overlord sure uh-huh let's see what do we got <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of like hanging chads in this episode is just like yep okay that's a thing let's move on <laughs> we're not sure what to do next man um i know what we can do next we could do the uh, Pokemon. The chum ge- bucket? Oh, you want to do the chum bucket? 
I want to do the chum bucket. Let's do the chum bucket. We're a fish heavy episode, Woo! buds. For you uh, listening, uh, this is an old story that I wanted to bring, and I presume you've read the article? I want to get your reaction. I've read a little bit of it, but I more looked at the pictures and and uh, tried my best to avoid throwing up in my own mouth. <laughs> so, this is an article from the OWL, uh, the A-W-L, I guess. I presume it's pronounced OWL. It's called... Owl. An owl, an owl is a uh, is a tool used for punching a hole in leather so that you can stitch leather together. An owl. So it is, so it's it's pronounced that way. This is called a complete taxonomy of internet chum, and it is a semi rigorous study of. Uh, I know rigorous might be the wrong word. They've gone and collected a bunch of photographs used in clickbait. Um, they have the picture of the girl who has like frozen peas indented on her knees and all these weird pictures that show like mom's $5 wrinkle tip revealed, you know, and it has a woman like peeling the skin off her face. And there's a bunch of weirdo pictures that get cycled and recycled and re-re-recycled in clickbait ads. 25 tattoos these morons will regret with a picture of a, uh, of a plus-sized woman who has... What is either an onion or a vagina tattooed in her armpit? I'm going to think it's a red onion. It's not a sweet onion, I'll tell you that. It is not a sweet onion, no. The uh, the way this article breaks everything down is great, though, because they actually try and assign uh, rationale and and a uh, like a class to all the different things and try and describe why they work or why they're a useful bit of chum to get people to click on things. And they have uh, everything from the, uh, some of the, some of the classes that they call are skin things where they'll talk about it's someone with a weird rash. It's just a close up of a rash or it's someone with an extra shiny face or something like that. It makes their skin look weird. And they, then they'll have it subtitled 68 year old grandma outsmarts Botox doctors looks 40. You know, and yeah, and there, you know, it's just a stupid clickbait thing. But I loved this article when it came out because it was a a time on the internet. I don't know; these things could still be around, but I use ad blockers more these days. Where you just see all these gross pictures at the bottom of otherwise reputable. Now we know these days they're not very reputable uh, news sites, and uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just it's a fun read. Uh, it has a lot of funny pictures, like the the total the mus super muscly woman, and uh, eight women you won't believe actually exist, and people with a lot of face tattoos and a lot of really stupid headlines, like uh, nine celebs who are hiding their face with makeup. You know, it's, I don't know. I think there's more than nine of them, but the article says that there's nine. So let's see. Oh God, yeah, some of these are like. Like, Jesus Christ, people actually click on these? Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> 50 pictures of things you had no idea existed. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. And in, and in uh, parentheses, pics. And the picture is tooth horror. <laughs> yes. I like, um, of my favorite headlines, there's one that stuck with me throughout the years. I'm just going to read it to you. It says, one weird food that eats your diabetes. Now, usually you eat the food, but this time the food eats you. 19 words that mean something completely different in the Midwest. Oh, God. It, yeah, it's garbage. So it's, 
the I top went... 15 ugliest celebrity spouses. <laughs> yes. I can think of a couple yeah. of them. Four things you should never buy at Trader Joe's. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, I'm done reading these Odd things. Odd trick destroys erectile dysfunction. Oh, is that the one where it has a picture of a... It's like a picture a of a... wrinkly finger. A wrinkly finger? Yeah. <laughs> and it, from a, at a glance, it looks like a wrinkly ding-dong. Yeah. Yoga pants fails of the rich and infamous. Yeah. Not what quite... What the Bible says about money, in not, parentheses, fascinating. <laughs> not quite lifestyles of the rich and famous. No. And then, you know what the best thing is? Scroll down to the very bottom of the article, and guess what's there? One of, the, one of those fucking grids of chum. Yep. Uh, that's the all a... stories you never saw. Jared Kushner sells Girl Scout cookies. Jeez. <laughs> Steely Dan, everything must go. And what's that, a picture of an oil rig? What? I don't even know what it's supposed to be. It looks like one of those, like, one of those, like, traveling salesman jewelry cases. Like, they open it up and there's all this jewelry, cheap jewelry you could buy as he's going door to door. Yeah. Oh, well. It's a really fun read. Uh, there's a lot of gross pictures in it, which makes it extra fun. Uh, a lot of mis misshapen things and, and close-up images of weird-looking stuff. So uh, I would recommend uh, reading it. I wouldn't say, don't read it right after you've eaten something uh, very filling. Yeah, wait a few gross. hours first. You know, like like swimming. Like swimming. Swimming and chum. We are so heavy on the fish topics today, Cold. Yeah, so you know what that means. I've got to bring up one another thing that involves swimming. And this also goes back to nuclear radiation, actually. Okay. This was sent to us by NetNed. And six swimming robots will check melted fuel at Fukushima plant. Fukushima? Yeah. He sent it to us with the with the title Echo the Robot. Yes. This was NetNed? I thought that was uh, boobs. Wasn't it NetNed? I'm pretty sure it was. Let that me, was boob. That me... was boobs. It was boobs? Yep. And I have it in my it notes was... as boobs, so. Oh, geez. Well, sorry, Boobery. I'm an idiot. Sorry, NetNed, we thought you that. did something. Yeah, it even says it in my notes. So, yes, I am I'm officially an idiot. Sorry, NetNed. You probably already knew that. Sorry, NetNed, we thought you did something. <laughs> I just pulled yeah, it Yeah, I, I, I took a quick look at this. It's pretty neat. Uh, these, uh, these robots developed by Hitachi that are going to, like, jet around and look at the... Uh, Look at, like, the melted... Well, it's not melted at this point, I would assume. I would assume it's solidified, kind of <laughs> like the elephant's foot at uh, at Chernobyl. Yeah. So, wait, it's Hitachi? It's going to swim up to the uh, react melted fuel, and it's going to yeah. vibrate against it. The robots were jointly developed by Hitachi GE Nuclear Energy Limited and the International Research Institute for Nuclear Decommissioning. So Hitachi GE Nuclear Energy Limited would be like a partnership between Hitachi and General Electric hmm. if one doesn't actually own the other. Do you think they make a, a nuclear-powered magic wand, Hitachi? Mm, <laughs> no? They okay. might. Those hardcore vibrations, man. So yeah, the robots have been dubbed Iron Dolphin because they will swim through the rings much like dolphins during shows at aquariums, the article says. Yeah, 
Echo the Iron Dolphin. Yep. Iron Dolphin. I included in my notes, you may not have seen it, but uh, a little Photoshop job I am kind of proud of. Uh-oh. I did not see that. Yeah, there's my Echo, Echo the Swimming uh, Robot. <laughs> let me let me take a look. See, see, Brooklyn says the uh, the nuclear wand is a teeth rattler. How <laughs> <laughs> bad it is! <laughs> uh, happy Valentine's Day. Okay, yeah, Day. these are these are going in. I just had I put in the the regular picture of it for the uh, for the Snake Girl semaphore, but yeah, these will replace that. <laughs> oh, that man. Is, that's not the best photoshop job because you definitely left uh way too many pixels around where you cropped but uh quit looking at my pixels an a for effort quit looking at my pixels hmm? man dude i look at everybody's pixels i did that in uh 30 seconds in ms paint i'm pretty good at that you know over nine thousand hours <laughs> yeah this is cool i like swimming robots um sometimes they're yeah. called uh <laughs> submersible drones but i don't know swimming robots i guess uh it kind of hits right today maybe i'm sick of the word drone. the robot attaches rings to the path as it goes so that other robots can follow and it's, didn't it didn't you have to actually like go through rings and stuff in echo the dolphin as well what i remember at echo well, the i know dolphin, i know you get rings in sonic the hedgehog what i know about echo the, i thought there were in in echo as well what I know about Echo the Dolphin is that you swim really fast and jump out of the water, and then all of your friends get killed. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. And then what? A, what a lesson! What a lesson to teach kids. It is. Uh, don't kind of don't uh, don't make big jumps out of the water, kids, or all your friends get murdered. Yeah, that's a scary game. There was another yes. one, um, another underwater game from that area. I think it was called Evolution. Where you evolve from being like a fish, and you can like evolve a uh, different uh, features that you can adapt, like fighting features and swim faster and stuff like that. Like you basically level up and add features as you go. Uh, that was another yeah. fun one from that era. It wasn't Sega. It was I think that was Super Nintendo. Melodious Owls. Uh, Tom Starkweather. He found Echo to be pretty boring. Hmm. That's too bad. Yeah. So from dolphins, um, shall we keep on the technology thing? I've got a technology fail, and you have a technology fail. Yeah, let's do it. Or do we want to hit? Do we want to hit some other story first? Uh, let's do your tech fail, and then I'll do mine's the monkey story. Yeah. So mine is uh, you. Rem you remember when when retinal implants, like the bionic eyes, first started appearing? Like there were there were lots of articles about it. Oh, these people who've been blind, we've figured out how to connect to their optic nerve and hook up like light sensors so they can at least see like blobs of black and white and so they're not totally blind anymore. I, I vaguely and, uh, vaguely. Yeah. So this company, Second Sight, has been has been putting this stuff out and apparently they've they've gone under or they're going under and all these people who have the have the eye products from them are now faced with obsolete and unsupported uh, ocular hardware that they can't re they can't replace. So they wait a minute. Their eye is out of uh, out of support, and they they just sort of stuck. Yeah. Well, it sucks to be. Uh, I don't know. It's you don't want to throw people into the bus, but it's like so. 
there was one company that could do it, and the company's not there, and so I don't know who else is going to do it. There's no one else who can do it. Yeah, so it's <clears throat> one guy. One guy who is uh, who is a patient of this company, Second Sight. He said this: "It is fantastic technology and a lousy company." Yeah, <laughs> you know that's a story that's been tell, told a thousand times. There's been a bunch of those throughout the years where the company can, you know, they're really smart. They can figure stuff out, but they don't know how to um, do engineering management, or they don't know how to uh, bring a product to market. It, se- so, it seems this know. time they don't they don't know how to keep uh, to keep a uh, steady revenue stream so that they won't go out of business. Yeah. Oh well, they needed a visionary. Well, one day one day we'll get those cyber eyes like we were promised in uh, cyberpunk games like Shadowrun. I'm thinking it's just not going to be anytime soon by the look of things, especially if companies that are making them are getting shuttered. Yeah. Wasn't the $6 million man, he had a cyber eye, didn't he? I don't remember. I never saw that show. Really, where I first learned about cyber eyes was Shadowrun, first edition. Shadowrun. I never, uh, I don't know. I I don't know much about Shadowrun. It was never it's, on my radar. It's, cyber, it's cyberpunk with uh, D&D added on. There's like magic and dragons and shit. Cyber warfare, cyber... Wow, I'm looking at all the cyber crap on you on uh, Wikipedia. Cyber you know, Patreon. Cyberpunk 2077 is a video game based on another... Not not cyberpunk fantasy, but actually like cyberpunk straight sci-fi game uh, for the tabletop. I did not know that. That doesn't yeah. surprise me, though. I mean... Cyberpunk 2020. Starcraft was uh, ripped off from Warhammer, so... I mean, what do you expect? Yeah. Famously. There's been a number of good rip-offs. Uh, highly successful ones, too. Indeed. Sometimes the rip-offs uh, make more success than, uh, than like, the originals. Yeah. Um, even if they're not as good. The Lion King, famous one? Yep. <laughs> to get back to Disney. <laughs> that ripped off uh, Kimba, Kimba the, the White, White Lion. Lion. Yep. Good stuff. Well... In fact, pretty much everything that Disney did themselves was either a ripoff of uh, an existing uh, media product or, or like, taking and doing their own spin on something in the public domain. Like the Little Mermaid, you know, that was the ripoff. But you know what they didn't do? They didn't do Mermaid Vice. They, they, cha- they changed it to be a happy ending. They changed the Little Mermaid to be a happy ending. She was not supposed to have her have her love return to her. She was supposed to be rejected and die and turn back into sea foam. We need uh, we need a dark retelling of the mermaid, a little mermaid that that does that. You know, with a lot Fucking of right. a lot of sex and drugs and you know what what kind of drugs would a mermaid do? What do you think? What whether doing acts of prostitution in the it, in the it ice house could not be. It could definitely not be one that's water soluble. <laughs> Alrighty then. Uh, those mermaid vice. What about snorks? Are snorks mermaids? No, I don't think so. I guess they're snorks. They don't swim, but they have those honkers. They do. Hmm. Now, before we get into really disturbing territory again, how about uh, how about you tell us about how Elon died and monkeys? Or Elon lied, monkeys died. <laughs> Elon lied, the monkeys died. This is uh, 
little throwaway bit. I don't want to go into all the details of the uh, the Elon stuff. I know some people care about Especially that. Especially since some other me. shows have already covered it a bit. Yeah, this is just the uh, the little mention uh, is a complaint was filed with the U.S. Department of Agriculture on th- last Thursday, I believe, accusing UC Davis and Neuralink of violations of the Animal Welfare Act. And the for people who don't know, Neuralink is one of these Elon Musk companies, and they're the ones that want to put the... Uh, the chips in our brains! They want to put the... Uh, the transducers in your brain that can find out what what's going on in there and turn it into a signal a computer could read and then possibly take a signal from a computer and then uh, cause some activity in your brain and whether it would be to make you feel something or smell something or do something, it's not really clear how much they can actually do. But they sh- sure make a big... Uh, they tell a good story about how it's going to revolutionize everything. I don't know. Uh, anyway... One of the ways they've been testing this is by putting these Neuralink chips into uh, monkeys, and it turns out that uh, the monkeys all die. They have some really fucking fucked up stuff happens to these monkeys, man. That they don't yeah. tell you about. This wasn't uh, this wasn't in the PR release from Neuralink. Uh, I'm just going to read this, and it's kind of uh, it's kind of sad, but so I'm just reading the quote. Neuralink chips were implanted by drilling holes into the monkey's skulls. Okay, we knew that. One primate developed a bloody skin infection and had to be euthanized. Another was discovered missing fingers and toes, quote, possibly from self-mutilation or some other unspecified trauma, and had to be put down, so there's two monkeys euthanized. A third began uncontrollably vomiting shortly after the surgery, and days later, quote, appeared to collapse from exhaustion slash fatigue, unquote. An autopsy revealed, which, by the way, means... That third monkey was euthanized, even though they don't say it directly. An autopsy revealed that the animal suffered from a brain hemorrhage. So there's all kind of nasty stuff okay, going on with now, these monkeys. Okay, now he that that one might not that one might not have been from the Neuralink. If I was if I was Elon Musk, I I'd say you can't prove that was because of my brain chips. The monkey may have gotten the COVID jab. Oh, and it had a brain hemorrhage. There you go. This is- yeah. Just like the uh, giraffes. Well, that story was debunked back then, too, so I don't know. Was, I don't think they... Uh, there's a lot of weird stuff happens at zoos, let me tell you, but I don't think they... Well, I can believe it. I don't I don't think they went so far as uh, putting a bunch of human vaccines into giraffes. Gir- giraffes, as they're called, as you know. Now, they, now, I can believe it that they would do that for, uh, for simians. Mm. But, yeah, not giraffes. Well, apparently, was... uh, according to Tom Starkweather, they gave they gave vaccinations to the tigers at Tampa Zoo, and then the and then the tigers got COVID. It's so hard to trust these things. Like, who's who is the caretaker at the zoo who's looking at this cash? Well, its its name is a tiger, but it's really a cash cow. Like, that's what people want to see. Just look at that yeah. Tiger King show, you know. Why are you jeopardizing it for no reason? Are you that dumb? And anyway, beyond uh, the the questions of the vaccines, it's like you know that you shouldn't be putting human medicine into animals, right? Like whose idea was this? Anyway, I don't even know. I'm, I'm... the moral of the story is always get your Pokemon spayed and neutered. 
Yeah, speaking of which... Uh, we get a Pokemon story. This is a uh, Pokemon, a uh, procedurally generated uh, Pokemon generator. I can't yeah. comment because uh, my browser's crashed, so can you uh, take over for a second? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm playing with it a little bit. And yeah, essentially, you can choose a particular Pokemon to generate based on, or you can choose the type, and it'll create one. Like I just I just chose Charmander, and I got this uh, this four no three legged pink monstrosity. What's it? Uh, but apparently it's eighty nine percent similar. Uh oh. Yeah. So this is uh. uh click generate again. Let's see. Do I get another? Nope. This time I get one who's like this uh, bipedal figure who looks angry and is still pink. I did two. I put in my notes. One was uh, what looks a little bit like a sea turtle, but instead of a shell, it has like a grape, and the top of the grape has like has like a muscle arm coming out of it, and yeah. and also the uh, the grape is also the head of another creature. <laughs> so that's the Pokemon I got, and it's a uh, it's a fake mon is the name of the thing. The Pokemon generating uh, machine learning website. Yep, it it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, these Pokemon do not exist. Yeah, it's fun stuff. Uh, you know, it's another trip down. The only thing that people seem to use machine learning and quote-unquote AI for is image manipulation and uh, OCR-type activities. And suge search suggestions, that's the other thing. Yeah. Um, it's It seems like such a wasted sort of uh, technology. I assume that's what brings in the money for them, though, which is why they would do it. Yeah. Well, you know, because they want to sell a machine learning model to um, a software company that doesn't want to make their own recommendation engine, or they want to sell it to a... Some of the models I've seen that you can buy, like commercially available models, are things like, hey, we'll take uh, 1099 forms. If you give me a picture of a 1099 form, the model can figure out where all the boxes are and what all the values are. And even if they're kind of blurry, it's, or it's distorted and, or, or like a, you know, W4, like ta American tax forms or invoices. Like they can l have a machine learning, uh, thing that's trained that it'll take a picture of a generic invoice, whether it's from one company or another, and it'll identify, Oh, here's the name. Here's your name. Here's the line items and put it in a spreadsheet. So there's a, there's some, I guess, sort of interesting things, but their, their shtick is they're going to sell it to the company who's writing the internal software for company for another corporation, you know, and yeah. it's, you know, probably not a bad thing to invest in if you needed to scan in a billion of these invoices and put them in a database, it might not be a bad thing to buy, but it's, it feels a little uh, lame compared to what you should be doing with something like machine learning. Where's the future active? Where's like the weird, uh, the kind of, the kind of application no one even thought about? You know, where's where's the revolutionary uh, or wacky stuff? And I don't AI I don't see designed it. pen and paper tabletop role playing games. Stick stick the D twenty SRD in there and see see what AI creates as as like its take on third edition D anD. Do you think you could get? Stand aside, stand aside, Pathfinder. So, do you think you could get, like, a DM that sounds like this? Hi there. 
I'm not really sure how to start this. And she's trying to start your campaign is what she's trying to get at. I wanted to talk to you. You know, she could be your DM. Yeah, probably do probably do better than most people DMing. Wait a minute, why is she, why does she say she loves me? <laughs> this is the weirdest role play I've ever been part of. Oh, it's it's going it's going from regular tabletop RPG to erotic RPG. It's an ERP T- session. Time to break time to break out fatal roll for anal circumference. <laughs> oh man, bring your Hitachi. <laughs> it's one of those. There's a scavenger hunt. <laughs> oh, moving on, moving on to some other issue of fantasy. You yep. hear, you hear about, uh, you hear about the rings of power, right? I heard about the trailer and I saw promotion yeah. that was trying to trick me into clicking a link to watch the trailer. But I, as an intelligent man, know better than to click on that link, and so I have not watched it. Well. As an intelligent man, you should know better than to watch the show itself when it comes out. Because, first first of all, despite Lord of the Rings being in the show name, it's actually based on the Silmarillion. And second of all, it's been torn apart by uh, by fan site TheOneRing.com after the puff piece published by Vanity Fair about the show. So what's the scoop? What's this about? It's the Silmarillion stories uh, brought to streaming uh, video sites is my take oh yeah um amazon as part of its as part of its move to go beyond being a book and merchandise seller and becoming its own like media network right Mm -hmm. is uh is doing its own shows because it doesn't like the fact that netflix exists and makes decent amounts of money that could have instead gone towards Building Jeff Bezos even bigger yachts. They've been doing Amazon original stuff for a while, though, haven't they? I mean, they did. Well, um... This isn't exactly Amazon original. This is uh, this is them actually licensing an existing property and making something out of it. There's a there's a difference between where you're just doing an original thing and then you've got all this risk on top because like nobody nobody knows like what it's actually going to be like. Versus something that is well known and you've licensed, and w- where a lot of that risk it drops away because you're able to bank on the very title itself, uh, right? Yes, and you could get insurance and everything too. Yeah. Yes. So there are things like they're bringing in hobbits into into the first age, despite the fact that. Hobbits didn't seem to exist until they evolved from lesser men sometime in the early Third Age. Uh, and uh, they completely miss, like, so many so many points. They change so many things. They compress things down because the First Age lasted at least 500 years. And, like... Each individual chapter is is separated by like decades, and so they and so they introduce all these things where where characters who weren't even live at the same time are now like contemporaries of each other. Mm-hmm. It's like going it's like going like into the decade or centuries into the future and reading a history book where they describe uh, George Washington 
and uh, Hitler as people who knew each other. Ah, uh, yes, they knew each other well. They had a drinking club. Yeah, uh, I, so it's like, it's like, it is, it's just like a piss, it's just a piss on, uh, on it, it feels like. Yeah. Like, Amazon, Amazon is doing what they're doing, and what they're doing does not fit the source material, never mind, never mind, like, the author's own intent with it, because, because if, like, they're, it's just, oh god, just. Well, it just makes me want to punch babies, you know. The, my here's my as Sir Bemrose puts it, the phrase "reimagining" doesn't do it justice. They they've pretty much they've pretty much like ta- taken the taken the characters and put them into something completely new, more uh, or less. To me, it sounds a little bit like the Apple TV version of uh, the Foundation series in. And to solidify that fact, it's going to be exactly like that in the sense that I, I'm i not going to watch either of them. <laughs> and I'll be better off yeah, for it. I, I wouldn't either. Yes. Oh, and yeah, they want to make it, they want to make it all happy endings, which is definitely not the Silmarillion. Uh, uh, spoilers, but I mean, the book, the published version has been out for like it's been since longer six, than I've been alive, 60s, I think. Huh? No, it was uh, seventy eight, I believe that that it was published. Um, lots of lots of men and elves die. The entire the entire part of Middle Earth where it took place uh, sinks to the bottom of the ocean, and the only the only reason the good guys win in the end, anyways, is because they beg the almost gods, essentially the archangels. The Valar are essentially archangels to Eru Iluvatar's god to come over and uh, and drag the drag like the Valar equivalent of Satan, uh, Morgoth, Melkor, out of creation itself and into the void beyond. And it is and it is stated that this isn't even a permanent thing. Eventually, he will come back. And there will be essentially like a uh, a revelations or Ragnarok to end Middle Earth, right? So it's not it's not exactly something that ends on a on a happy note. Uh, a lot of people are refugees or just drowned, right? Things mm-hmm. like that. It's it's so yeah. It's that is not what Amazon wants to do. Yeah, they want to make a... Amazon. Uh, this material is sometimes scary, but it's also heartwarming and life-affirming and optimistic. Life it's about affirm. friendship, and it's about brotherhood and underdogs overcoming dark greatness. Mm. No, the fuck it isn't! Amazon, you stupid fucking retards, it's not like that at all. No, the optimistic and heartwarming things are the strict fucking minority of this story, you have no fucking clue what you're doing, you bunch of fucking West Coast retards. There we go. There's the nerd rage that I want on Rare Encounter. God damn it. Uh, i give you some applause for that. Yeah, I, I, I'm, just a, I'm just a little tweaked about it. Just a, just a bit. Uh, you want to cool off and uh, do some uh, Bushgram stuff at the end? 
We've got. I know you ah, have a yes, table. Ah, yes, yes, we do have that to do, don't we? We have a because table. We did get. We did get a number of them. I'm gonna have to All table right. your. I'm gonna have to table your table. I know you worked on it. <laughs> We're gonna table oh, the table. Oh damn it! It's you better t- bring it up next week then. I'll copy you better. it. Better. I'm gonna notes. make sure it's in my notes for that. Cold you a- better copy it over in yours. Cold acid. Made so a first of table. all, <laughs> our, yeah, our 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 during the show boostograms, my precious, started off with a thousand <laughs> sats from anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah. Followed up by another thousand sats from Display Citizen, who says horny fish. Woo! I love then we horny got, fish. Then we got quadruple eight, eighty-eight, eighty-eight sats from none other than the wonderful Carolyn Blaney, who says super lucky eight, 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 eight. <laughs> and then finally, one thousand one hundred twenty-nine sats from Tom Starkweather, saying not from a wokey blog. Not from a wokey blog, indeed. Absolutely. Uh, I got a seven. So, what was your message from Carolyn again? Super lucky eight 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 eight. It's like it's like uh, it's like she boostergrammed us a slot machine. I got a different message from her. I got one that says you are in my you are in my tab. Great show. Oh, I didn't see that one. Let me hit the refresh button and see. I think they're the. Uh, I think you can send individually different messages uh, in CurioCaster. You can kind of choose what you're sending pe- stuff oh, to. It was sent from CurioCaster. Yeah. I think that's what's going that's what on. That's what that C stands for. There's some, uh, so like Tom Starkweather's is exactly as you wrote, but then this one's different. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, Carolyn, you've got some, uh, you've got some like got magic some, going on there. You got some splaining to do. No, she, she's, she's got a ring of power and that lets her, uh, Let's let's her send us different messages. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. Uh, any final business? I think we're closing up here. I think we're closing up. Yep. Yeah, I've been running long, running long. That's and remember, we... you can still you can still boost us uh, when the show is not on. If you got any value out of the show, send it our way. Yeah, we love the boost. We love reading your messages. And uh, every Wednesday, we'll be here. Looking for you too. Wonder where you are. Where the hell are you? Come, come find us. We're we encounter. Until next time, I'm Mabel Kirby. I'm Cold Acid. All right. Stay fruity, Keep boy. Fruity. Stay fruity.